You are listening to the new Mutual Audio Network. Welcome home. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. Clear the tracks! Clear the tracks! The Transcontinental Terror Express is heading right for you! Oh, you're no fun. (laughs) Hello again, dear listener. Welcome aboard the Transcontinental Terror Express. I'm Igor, your engineer, doing my best to drive you to destruction. (laughs) Oh, I mean distraction, yes. I'm up for employee of the month, you know. The railroad awards that to the creature who shows the most improvement. This month, I've caused the death and or serious maiming of more than 500 passengers. That's up from 350 last month. (laughs) I have good months and bad, you know. A lot of it depends on how many tickets get sold. And speaking of tickets, I meant to tell you that our first stop is with Soul Twin Audio's production of The Lottery. It all takes place in a long line inside a convenience store. No, no, (laughs) I'm only joking. It's an adaptation of Shirley Jackson's weird tale of small-town life. Yes, and next we'll pay a visit to writer Peter Dakutis' take on the urban legend of the vanishing hitchhiker called The Vanishing Texter. You know, my friend the Invisible Man tried to hitchhike across the country, but nobody could see their way clear to pick him up. (laughs) Our third feature is a return visit from David Ian and Unchained Productions. 19th century steampunk Portland is our destination, where a newspaper reporter tries to find the cause of a mysterious shipwreck off the Oregon coast. Was it feral vampires? Tune into the graveyard of the Pacific and find out. But be sure to get back aboard in time for our final stop of the night, episode four of the Cellar's special miniseries, Ghostly Hostess, Cadaver Quivery. Takes us to the morgue of a big city. Ooh. Sounds like a new vacation getaway spot for me, (laughs) where a freshly dead gangster is causing big problems for everybody in the uncooperative corpse. (laughs) Oh, say, did you know that we have a refrigerator car attached to this train? I found out that an ex-girlfriend of mine was a passenger there, but when I tried to see her, she gave me the cold shoulder. (laughs) lost! Oh, oh, there's my signal up ahead. I paid the switchman five bucks to divert the train to the track where the bridge was washed away by a flash flood. (laughs) Hold on tight now. Employee of the month is mine! Soul Twin Audios. Stories created solely with a vintage soul in mind. Modern day era driving you up a wall. 
Time travel not likely in your future? Then follow me for a healthy offering of yesteryear with old-time radio theater. Your remedy for unwanted 21st century pain. Soul Twin Audios brings you a recreation of NBC Presents short story, The Lottery. Adapted from Shirley Jackson's short story by Ernest Canoy, and produced especially for the transcontinental terror by Rachel Pulliam for her old-time radio theater range. Ain't seven yet? Of course it ain't. Oh. Now you get up, you hear? It's lottery day! Now, Dickie, you eat your cereal. I don't want no more, Ma. You eat up your cereal, because you ain't going to have nothing but sandwiches till supper time. Sandwiches? You heard me. I'm not going to cook no three hot meals on lottery day. All right, Daddy. Now that's enough for the chickens. Shoo, shoo! Uh, come on now, son. We've got a fork hay down for the calves. We won't be back all day. Ma coming too? Just like Sunday for church? Yeah, that's right. All folks from the town line will be in today for the lottery. I can't find my color stud. Who took my color stud? Now, just don't fret, Grandsire. It's around here somewhere. Well, if I can't find my color stud, I ain't going. Seventy-seven lotteries I've been to never missed a one. Laura, you find my color stud, you hear? The morning of June 27th was clear and sunny, with the fresh warmth of a full summer day. The flowers were blossoming, and the grass on the town green in front of the bandstand was a nice, warm summer green. The folks in the village and the farmers inside the township line began to gather in the square between the post office and the bank by about ten o'clock. School was out for the summer, and the kids came in early to chase around the board sidewalks the way kids will. One, two, three. Bobby Martin and Harry Jones were sitting in front of the post office swapping stones. Bobby had his pockets full already. Nice, smooth, round ones. The girls stood aside, talking among themselves and looking over their shoulders at the boys. And the very small children rolled in the dust or clung to the hands of their older brothers and sisters. Morning, John. Morning, Mr. Summers. Nice day for the lottery, ain't it? Yes. Had rain yesterday up to the North Village. They gotta start the lottery a day ahead to get it done. Two hundred families. <laughs> that right? Yep. Gotta hustle to get the lottery over with up there. Won't take us more than maybe a couple hours. It seems longer. <laughs> and that's the way it is with the lottery. I was talking it over with Mrs. Summers. It's the suspense that makes the time go slow. Not slow enough. You draw this year, don't you? I guess so. Yeah, that's the rule, all right. Stranger in town draws his second year. Morning, Mr. Summers. John. Ma'am. 
Morning, Mrs. Delacroix. In early, I see. Well, I don't get up to the village often. George don't like to leave the stock. You going to have the store open after? Most likely. Didn't used to be done. Well, you got to be modern, I always say. Excuse me, won't you? The Martins has just got in. It's a nice day for it, though. You can say that for a fact. Can't you go faster, Pa? We'll miss everything. Oh, don't don't worry, Davy. We'll get there in plenty of time. I want to go into Summer's store after, to get some patterns. Elsie Dunbar told me he's got some new ones in for short-waisted figures. Uh, let's not talk about it, Tessie. What do you mean? I've got that flowered stuff left over from last year. And if I can get a good pattern... I, I don't want to talk about after. Oh. Come on, Pa. Can't we go no faster? All right. Up there. Yeah. Up. Up there. I was talking to John Gunderson. The school teacher? Mm-hmm. He's got a draw this year. Well, it's only right. Second year in town. I told him I was thinking of packing and moving out. Bill Hutchinson, you crazy? I, I told him I was going to pack up the wagon and tie the stock onto the end of it and just move out. <laughs> you mean just, just leave the farm? Uh, that's right. Well, I was going to do it before the lottery this year. That's crazy, Bill. Where would you settle? Why, your folks have farmed that ground since heaven knows when. Yep, I know. I was just going to move out. Well, it's too late now. <sighs> Bill, you talk the same way every year. No sense to no. it. There's no sense to it. A woman sees things like this clearer. You just don't think about it, that's all. You come in for the lottery and then go to Summers and buy something nice. Talk to folks. Why don't you look at it that way, Bill? Yeah, I suppose you're right. School teacher agreed with you, though. Uh, go on, uh, get up there. That's the way, Pa. Hurry up, we'll miss all the fun. Soon the men began to gather, standing around smoking, looking at the kids, talking about planting, rain, tractors, taxes, you know. Dickie Delacroix and a couple of kids had made a great big pile of stones in one corner of the square, and they were playing King of the Hill on it. The men stood together, away from the pile of stones, watching. Their jokes were quiet, and they smiled rather than laughed. I know, I know. They're nice-looking folks, aren't they, John? Yeah, they're nice. You don't see them all together, except on Lottery Day. Of course, there's Sunday in church, but some go to the Congregationalists, and some to the Baptists, and, well, folks like the Dunbars don't go nowhere. <laughs> Morning, Mr. Summers. Morning, Tessie. Got those patterns in. Yeah. I'll be over right after. John? Morning, Bill. Uh, I want to talk to you. Oh, hello, Summers. Morning. Don't worry about me. I've got to see about the box and all for the drawing. Oh, morning, Charlie. How's the folks? Uh, uh, you're going to draw? I've got to. That's the rules. You said you wouldn't. 
You sat there in the post office, and you said you wouldn't. I know, but I'd have to leave town, and it isn't easy to get another school this late. Well, anyways, you only draw for yourself. Tessie keeps talking about after. Starts me to sweating. She, she keeps talking about buying a pattern up to the summer store after. Short-waisted, she said. I suppose you get used to it. I suppose if you've always had it, you don't think about it. I don't. I've lived in the village all my life. I don't get used to it. Pop, can I stay with Dickie Delacroix? Can I stay with him? No. You've got to stay with the family, Davy. Pa, all the other kids got all the stones. Can I stay with him? Now, Davy, I said, Davy, come here, Davy. David! Look at that. He's having fun. All the kids are having fun. But why? That's what I want to know. Why? You're a farmer. You know the answer. You told me you couldn't find anything in the books that says it has to be. It stands to reason you find it in the books, don't it? This isn't my part of the country, Hutchinson. I don't make the rules. Well, don't it stand to reason you could try to find out the truth? That's all I say. You can't argue with the folks about the lottery. I've tried. No, can't argue with folks. Well, anyways, it's a nice day for it. It ain't right. I've been telling them year after year. It ain't right. Now, grandsire, take it easy. Now you listen to me, Floyd Summers. I'm the oldest man in the village. Seventy-seven years I've been in the lottery. Seventy-seven years. Yeah, I know that, Mr. Warner. I know what's right about the lottery. It ought to be chips of wood. One chip for the name of every family. One chip with the name of every family, all in the big black box. We can't do it that way, grandsire. You know that. The box ain't big enough. Well, that's the way it was when I was a boy. Chips of wood. None of this here bitty pieces of paper. Paper. <laughs> what kind of a lottery you expect to have with paper? Well, there's too many folks in the village for wood anymore. Nobody pays any mind to the old ways. There ought to be marching, too. I, I, I remember marching and, and, and someone sort of chanting-like. Well, that's what there ought to be on Lottery Day. Oh, that was a long time ago. Nobody remembers that anymore. Well, that's the trouble. Nobody remembers. Now, you take that black box. No, it's cracking. We ought to make a new one. A new one? <laughs> Listen to him. A new box. Why, they used that box in my father's time for the lottery. And he told me it's made from the pieces of the box in his grandfather's time. Now you're supposed to be in charge of that box. Why, I, I saw it year before last, lying in Graves' barn. And this year it sat right on the shelf in your store. Now is that any way to take care of that box? <sighs> they don't run the lottery the way they used to. Hey, I've been in it 77 years, and I ought to know. Tessie, come here. What is it, Bill? Where's Davy? Playing with the other children. There, by the stones. Get him over here. Why? We're hitching up and getting out. We've got to wait for the drawing. We can't go now. I said we're going now. Bill, don't be silly. 
first place, we came all the way into the village for the lottery. And second place, summers won't be open till after. And I want to get those patterns. After? After? Don't you understand? Suppose that... Well, just suppose that... Bill, I'm surprised at you. Well, nobody else acts this way. You... You've just got to take it as it comes. You're a farmer, you know that. What's that got to do with it? Well, you didn't take on when the hog died of cholera before killing time. You just went on. But but that's different. It, it just happened. Well, you can't help it if Stock gets sick. You see, that's what I mean. You won't go? No, I won't, and neither will you. I don't get into the village often, and lottery day is the one time I can see all the other women and talk. I'm not going back till it's all over and supper time. <laughs> My goodness, Bill. You'd think it was something unusual. Lottery comes every year. It always has. The lottery was conducted, as were the square dances, the teenage club, and the Halloween program, by Mr. Summers, who had time and energy to devote to civic affairs. He was a round-faced, jovial man, and the people were sorry for him because he had no children and his wife was a scold. He was busy in the middle of the square with a little black box, setting it up and balancing it on a three-legged stool. One of you folks want to give me a hand with the box, Mr. Martin? All right, Floyd. Here, just uh, hold it on that corner, steady there. Watch his hand, Summers. <laughs> yeah. Hello, John. Oh, man. Pretty day for it. Yeah, good to see you this time of year. Good to see you. Haven't seen, haven't seen you around town in a few weeks. All going well for you? Yeah. That's good. And then they were talking about tomatoes and all <clears throat> now, we're going to do this fair and square, just like always. And last night, up at the coal company office, Mr. Graves and I made up the slips of paper. It ought to be chips of wood. What kind of piddling lottery can you have with slips of... <laughs> now, Grandsire, don't you interrupt, Mr. Summers. They're in the box here. Anyone wants to can haul them out and check them over. Time now for the swearing in. Mr. Graves will administer the oath to me. I expect, as usual, we'll waive election. Didn't used to be no election. Used to pass from father to son. All right, all right. Do you, Floyd Summers, solemnly swear to carry out the duties of this lottery without fear, favor, or prejudice, bias, or any other untoward acts of omission or commission, so help you? I do. You tell him, Floyd. Well, I expect now we're ready. We'll proceed as usual, drawing by family according to the rules. Wait a minute. You wait. You wait a minute, Floyd Summers. Ah, looks like another interruption. Oh, morning, Mrs. Martin. Clean forgot what day it was. Hello, Tessie. Morning, Mrs. Martin. Oh, it's hello. Nice to see you again, Mrs. Martin. Lovely day, isn't it, nice Mrs. Martin? Nice to see you. Thought my old man was out back stacking wood. Then I looked out the window, 
and the kids was gone, and I remembered it was the 27th, and I came of running. Did I miss anything? Oh, you're in time. They're still talking away up there. He was just beginning, Mrs. Martin. Now you take your place with your family. Hands still wet from the dishwater. Well, now, I guess we'd better get started. Let's get this over with so we can get back to work. Ain't everybody here? <laughs> huh? Well, now let's... Uh, no, this ain't the drawing. Just checking the list. Now, uh, uh, Adams? Adam? Oh, they're well. Glad to see you. Missed you last Saturday. I guess you made it after all, huh, Miss Martin? Well, now, Tessie, between you and me, I knew it was lottery day, but you wouldn't have me leave the dishes in the sink now, would you? (laughs) Dunbar? Dunbar? Where's Dunbar? Dunbar? Come on. Who draws for Dunbar? Clyde broke his leg, didn't he? Now who's drawing for him? Well, I guess I draw. Ah, that's right. That's the rule. Wife draws for husband. Excepting you've got a grown boy to do it for you, haven't you, Janie? Well, Horace is not 16 yet. Guess I gotta fill in for the old man this year. All right, got that checked. Watson boy drawing this year? Yes? Oh, there you are, Charlie. Good to see your mother's got a man to do it. (laughs) I suppose old man Warner's here. (laughs) You know darn well I'm here, Floyd Summers. I was just talking to you. I ain't missed a lottery in 77 years. <laughs> oh, all right, Grandsire, that's just joking. Well, that gets the list straight. All the rest is straight families. Unless anyone's got anything to add, we're ready for the drawing. Uh, uh, right. How much longer do we have to wait? No, go ahead. I've got nothing to say. Quite all right. Now then, Adams. Adams. Where's old Adams? Hi, Steve. Just draw any one. Don't look at it till after. Next, Adamson. Adamson? Alright, that does it. Anderson? Anderson? It seems like they changed the order of John. Don't it, Tessie? Oh, no, that's the way it's always been. <laughs> Seems like there's just no time at all between lotteries anymore. Seems like you got through it with the last one last week, and I declare, the way time flies. Time sure goes fast. Delacroix? Delacroix? There goes my old man. Now, don't worry, Agnes. Dunbar? Dunbar? That's you, Janie. Well, if you ladies will excuse me. <laughs> Come on, Janie. You're holding us up. There she goes. I'm coming, I'm coming. Folks shouldn't hold up the lottery. It takes up a perfectly good morning as it is. Well, last year I didn't get time for half the things I wanted to do in town. You're right, Tessie. My old man says he don't like lottery day. Because I always run the bill at summer's sky high. <laughs> All right, next. Gunderson. John Gunderson? There goes the schoolmaster. I'm not going to draw, Mr. Summers. What? Now, John, you know the rules. This is your second year in the village. I know, but I'm not going to draw. Now, don't be contrary, boy. Everybody draws in the lottery. What makes you better, schoolmaster? I don't believe in it. 
Now that isn't the point, John. You know it. Listen to him. He don't believe in the lottery. You hear that? Now take it easy, Grandsire. Why, we've always had the lottery. Everybody knows that. Always have and always will. Over in the North Village, they're talking of giving up the lottery. A pack of crazy fools in North Village. Listen to this idiot. Nothing's good enough for him. Next thing you know, they'll be wanting to go back to living in caves. Nobody work anymore. <laughs> Live like that for a while and... They don't have the lottery up where I came from. Stopped it years ago. Well, yeah, maybe so, but we ain't fools. Not here. Used to be a saying, lottery in June, corn will grow soon. You listen to him with his books and ciphering, first things you know, we'll all be eating stewed chickweed and acorns. You're right, Grandsire. Yeah, sure. There's always been a lottery. Bad enough it ain't what it used to be with Floyd Summers up there choking and all, but there's always been a lottery. But why? Why? I tell you, they stopped it up north. More villages every year, and the corn grows just as high. Nothing but trouble in that. Nah, pack a fool. Now, you ain't no farmer, Gunderson. Old man Warner's right. Yes, sir. Lottery in June, corn will grow soon. That's the way it's always been. You can't get around that school, master. Lottery in June. But nobody knows. You've never tried. You just go on and on every year the same way. Oh, you darn tootin'. And we're going right on just like we always done. What call is a young outsider to talk that way on lottery day? That's what I'd like to know. Now, don't get raw, grandsire. Seventy-seven years I've been coming to Lottery Day. But can't you see there's no reason for it? No reason. Year after year, for generations on June 27th, if you'd only think, if you'd only try, if you were willing to use reason instead of blind obedience to a crazy, outworn tradition. That'll be about enough now, John. You spoke your piece. Now, we better get down to business. Rules say if anybody balks, the committee draws for him. Now, ain't that right, folks? It certainly is. That's right. Now, I'm going to call you again, regular and proper. If you stand mute, we'll go right on and draw for you. Now, which is it? All right. All right. I'll go. Fine, fine, good. Now let's get on. Hutchison. Bill Hutchison. Get on up there, Bill. There goes your man, Tessie. Imagine, the schoolmaster making such a fuss. Why, he's no better than the rest. Everybody draws on lottery day. All right, sir. Now the last one. Warner? Yes, sir. I'm right here. (laughs) All right, grandsire. Take it easy. No rush. This makes the 77th year I've been in the lottery. Yes, sir. 77 times. Draw your slip now. Yep. All right, it's all done. Martin, close the box. 
<clears throat> what family? Who's got it? I ain't got it. Uh, grandsire, let me see your paper. Let me see it. You let go of my hand, you hear? I can take care of myself. Huh? Ma? I wonder who's going to get Ma, it this is year. It us? Oh, is I it us, Ma? Be the well, for goodness Ooh, sake. Who's going to get what it this year? What family is it? Who's got it? All right, all right, all right, folks. Now let's do this orderly. Come now, come on. Now what family's got the black slip? It's the Hutchinson's. Hutchinson? There, look! Bill Hutchinson's got yeah, it! Right. Peggy? Oh, Peggy, yeah. you run and tell your father it's the Hutchinson's. Go on, run. It isn't fair. It isn't fair. Floyd Summers, I saw you. You didn't give him time to take any slip he wanted. I saw you. It wasn't fair. Now, Tessie, be a good spot. All of us took the same chance. It isn't fair, I tell you. It isn't fair. <laughs> Shut up, Tessie. Well, now, everybody, that was done pretty fast. Just, uh, one hour and two minutes. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Very good, very good. Yeah. Good, well done, well done. I just look forward to this every day. Uh, well, we've got to hurry a little more to get done before noon. It wasn't fair. Now, Bill, uh, let's see. You draw for the Hutchinson family, don't you? You got any other households in the Hutchinsons? There's Don and Eva. Make them take their chance. Make them draw. Now, Tessie, Eva's your daughter, but she's married now. Daughters draw with their husband's family. You know that as well as anyone else. It wasn't fair! <laughs> I guess that's it, Floyd. My daughter draws with her husband's family. That's only fair. Well, now, Bill? I guess there's just us, Floyd. Davy, Tessie, and me. And as far as drawing for families is concerned, it's you. And as far as drawing for households is concerned, it's, <laughs> that's you too. Yes, that's right. Martin, can you give me the tickets for the Hutchinsons? All three of them. You got the tickets back? I got them. They're in the box, Floyd. All set then. I think we ought to start over. Now, Tessie. I tell you, it wasn't fair. He didn't give him time enough to choose. Everybody saw that. We'll have to get on now. You ready, Bill? Listen, everybody. Listen, you've got to listen. It wasn't fair. You can see that. <clears throat> ready, Bill? Ready. Davy picks first, then you, then Tessie. You got that? Here, help little Dave. Davy, come here. Sure, Pa. It wasn't fair. Mrs. Delacroix, you could see. They didn't give him time. Now, don't make a fuss, Tessie. It ain't fitting. All right now, Bill. You take the slips and keep them folded till everybody picks. Come on, Davy. Go on, son. Now, Davy, I want you to pick a piece of paper out of this box and hold it tight. You understand? Sure, Mr. Summers. All right. Pick now. <laughs> just just one paper, Davy. I got one. Good. Now you better hold it for him, Martin. All set. All right, Bill. One paper. That's right. And now Tessie. Oh, no. No, it wasn't fair. Tessie, you've got to draw. Come on, Tessie. All right. All right. Well, it's not the way it used to be. I tell you, it ought to be chips of wood. Uh, I hope Lottery it ain't, ain't the child. like it used to be. 
don't seem People right. ain't the way they used but to be. But now, folks. Now, 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 let's open the papers. Come on, Davey. Davey? Open your paper. There's nothing on it. Well. Bill? Oh, well, good for hell of it. Mine's blank. And I guess it's Tessie. Oh, no. No! <laughs> Show us her paper, Bill. Just the rules. Tessie, no, open no, your hand. No, 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 no. Come on now. Open your hand. Uh, yep, it's Tessie. All right. Ma, I'm going in the pile of stones. All right, folks, let's finish quickly now. It's too late, Tessie. There's nothing I can do. Come on, Mrs. Delacroix. We better get a good stone before they're all gone. Oh, Dickie will save one for me. Well, hurry up. She'll be running soon. Heard him, Tessie. Lottery in June, corn will grow soon. It isn't true. It isn't true. Mom, here's a stone for you. Oh, that's a nice boy, Dickie. What a nice big stone. Well, you'll have to go ahead and I'll catch up with you. Can't run at all with arthritis in my knees. All right. There's Davy. Davy? Davy, come here. Yes, ma'am. Now, here's a little stone for you. Take it. Sure. Now you come along with me, Davy. Sure. I don't want to miss the fun. We've got to run after Ma now, huh? That's right, Davy. Come on. No, no. It isn't fair. Listen, everybody. They didn't give him time. It wasn't fair. Come on, everybody. Agnes? Come on, Davy. Throw your stone. It isn't fair. It isn't right. Oh, Bill. Bill, Bill you can't let them. Not me. It can't be me. Oh, it wasn't fair. They can't do it to me. Agnes, Emily, you can't, you can't really. Not me. Go on, throw your stone. No, no, not the stones. No, it isn't right. Oh, Davy, Davy, my own baby, don't, don't, no. It was all over by noon. The sun was hot on the square and the men stood around the blacksmith shop, smoking and talking about planting and tractors and taxes. And the women gathered in summers and bought yard goods and patterns and notions. The little children played in the dust, throwing pebbles at each other. The lottery was over for this year. Lottery in June... Corn'll grow soon. Next year, next June twenty seventh, well, maybe we'll learn. Maybe there'll be no lottery. Maybe we'll begin to reason, to find the truth. Maybe we'll find out we don't have to pick out folks in the lottery just because our fathers and their fathers did it, because it always was that way. Maybe next year there won't be a lottery. It's up to all of us. 
Chances are, there will be, though. This recreation of NBC's short story, Shirley Jackson's The Lottery, was produced and directed by Rachel Pulliam for Soul Twin Audio's old-time radio theater range. Featured in our cast in order of appearance were Robin Robbins as announcer and narrator, Larry Groby as Floyd Summers, Gina Moravec as Mrs. Summers and Mrs. Graves, Julie Halverson as Mrs. Delacroix, Austin Mosher as Dickie Delacroix, J.S. Farrington as Bill Hutchinson, Sharon Grunewald as Tessie Hutchinson, Dorothy Farrington as Davy Hutchinson, Dean T. Moody as Old Man Warner, Christina Roberts as Laura, John Bell as the Schoolmaster, Daniel Gerzinski as Mr. Martin, Mark Dreisenstock as The Man, Pete Lutz as Mr. Graves, Jessica Matthews as Mrs. Martin, and Jerry Eliff as Mrs. Dunbar. Crowd voices were performed by Cordelia Dreisenstock, Scotty Farrington, and the Lottery cast. The old-time radio theater theme was composed by Ross Bernhardt and performed by Dean T. Moody. All music was composed by Ross Bernhardt with sound effects provided by freesound.org. Soul Twin Audios is copyrighted by Rachel Pulliam in 2021. In this time of COVID-19, CDC asks you keep your hands clean. Don't congregate and kindly shelter in place. Also wash your hands and don't touch your face. So use soap and water and grab a clean towel. And don't be a Jonah. Prevent spread of corona by washing your hands. Olay! This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.